0: you. Hello, welcome back to Courtney Watches Movies. I guess I shouldn't say welcome back, should I? Because that's presumptuous. Welcome to Courtney Watches Movies. It's a podcast in which I, the titular Courtney, review, analyze, and most likely overthink movies and the filmmakers who brought them to life. How in the world are you today? I hope you are doing terrifically, terrific, terrifically. Anyway, I'm probably going to put something about this in the title, but I saw John Wick chapter four without having seen, well, for sure not having seen chapters two or three The jury's out on if I ever saw chapter one. I think I may have. But it has been a very, very long time. So suffice to say. I wasn't 100% certain what was going on. But what I did know about it. Going into it. Was kind of the meme of it. right? Uh, Keanu Reeves is this crazy. Assassin. Fighter man. Who gets really mad at some bad guys. Because they killed his dog. You know. The meme version of it. But. This is directed by Chaz Tahelsky, and this had a really cool cast. It's Keanu, obviously. He's great. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Ian McShane, Bill Skarsgård, and I think, oh yes, the dearly recently departed Lance Reddick, who I don't know if it's a spoiler to say his scene in this is really small, but I'm given to understand that in past movies he had a larger role and then donnie yen who i thought was super awesome in this movie so really cool cast and i really like keanu so i went into this even though i'm not a big action film person i went into it with an open mind and i was pretty excited so the imdb summary says john wick uncovers a path to defeating the high table but before he can earn his freedom wick must face off against a new enemy with powerful alliances across the globe and forces that turn old friends into foes Okay, well, right off the bat, I'm hooked because I just like anything about foes. You know what I mean? We're going to be fighting foes. So what I gathered is John Wick upset a bunch of bad guys called the High Table. Now, to be fair, are they not all bad guys, including John Wick? He did decide to become an assassin. So that's like not, I know he's the protagonist, but that's not really... Reflecting well on his character. But he is who we're supposed to root for in this story, so I digress. So he's made a bunch of people at the high table mad, and I guess they're kind of like the ruling elite of the assassin criminal world. And he's been declared excommunicado. Another fun word. There's a lot of fun words in this and just a lot of fun concepts. But it's basically open season on killing john wick and he's he's kind of running all over the world trying to avoid all these assassins that are after him including donnie yen who i guess used to be his friend but he's now been blinded and which is amazing to see how he fights um, around his blindness that was actually one of my favorite parts about the movie And then, oh, Shamir Anderson does a really cool role as another would-be assassin that's after John Wick. He never gets a name. He calls himself Mr. Nobody. It's kind of a running joke. And essentially the entire movie is the same, which is kind of funny. It's very little dialogue. But you know what's going on. But the fight scenes are what move the plot forward. So, John is fighting to basically get back into the good graces of this high table and then he can be a free man and he can just go about his life and not even be in that world anymore which is what I think he's been after this whole time but yeah he's got like a he's got like a marker on him he's got a bounty on his head and he's just trying to solve that so he needs to kind of get back into A family, because that's it's kind of like the mafia is what I'm gathering, where it's like you know, they've got the five families, except this one, I think they said it's 12, and he needs to be belong to a family and kind of be in good standing in order to get a representation at the high table and to get them to hear his or to honor his request for a duel. I don't know, I'm getting ahead of myself, it's all over the place, but it's actually a very simple plot, and what it kind of made me laugh because it's really a little bit of dialogue a massive fight scene in japan and then a little bit of dialogue and a massive fight scene in this rave in berlin and then a little bit of dialogue and then a massive fight scene through basically a good chunk of paris i think they said the seventh and eighth arrondissement like it's three massive strung together fight scenes and let me tell you it's really cool i was taken aback by the violence definitely i i knew that it was violent but i didn't expect it to be so uh aggressive like it it was very very violent very not not really that bloody though but lots of gun play lots of sword play, which I thought was really cool. I don't know how realistic it is that modern day assassins are still like pulling out their swords, but dang it, you just want to be along for the ride. And I figured out pretty quickly that that's just the beauty of this series, I think, is you just kind of turn, you turn off your disbelief, you suspend that, and then you just enjoy the party because it's just preposterously ridiculous, the level of How many people John Wick has to kill? How many people try to kill him? How many people he has to fight? It's just amazing. And and it didn't take very long for me to get into the, the spirit of it. And I actually made myself laugh a little bit because in the scene in Japan, there's a prolonged sequence of fights that take place inside of this very large room with what appears to be a lot of art in it. And I was this. I caught myself going, oh no, they're ruining the art. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, Courtney. And then also all the human lives that are being ended right now. But you get into that mode of like, I guess, desensitized really quick. Because there's parts of it that are very cartoonish, but very well done. And the one thing that I kept thinking was it feels like a very confident film. I actually double checked to make sure that it was, they were all directed by the same person and they were, Chad Sahelski, because everything about the production of this just exudes confidence. It feels like everybody shows up to work knowing what they're doing. And I've talked to you guys in the past about how much I appreciate it if it feels like the audience is, or I'm sorry, the actors and performers and crew are having fun, right? Not every movie can be fun, but I also don't think the average movie set should be an abusive place. And so it just seems like everybody's having a blast here. Keanu seems really comfortable in the role. And I also was thinking, I don't know that somebody who has a less than stellar reputation would be able to pull this role off. Cuz part of the the whole draw I think to this is the dichotomy of one of the most peaceful, seemingly loving, chill actors working now portraying this crazy violent killer, you know? And I just don't know that an actor with a more um side-eye suspicious reputation would be able to pull this off. I don't think he ha- I don't think an actor with less goodwill of the public would be able to do this role that's so violent and so merciless and so unforgiving and so uh in celebration of of killing and murder and bloodshed and it really it really is. But there are parts of it I think it's just cartoonish and just silly enough and just over the top enough that it's not so offensive as it could be right and the other thing i was thinking was i'm wondering a part of the draw that people feel toward the rule is what the character the character is all about his dead wife and he's all about his dog right his dog that was killed <laughs> it's like his wife and his dog died and there was a part of me that kept thinking oh my gosh this is so appealing on some primal level that this man goes to such lengths just starting from avenging his loved ones and there is something that is very appealing about that you kind of want to keep watching you're like oh yes you get revenge man whatever it is. And I'm not proud of that, but I'm wondering if that's part of what people like about this movie is that it just appeals to a certain part of our hindbrain. Like, yes, Avenger family, Avenger wife, Avenger dog. I don't know. That could sound silly, but it was just a thought that I had. But again, that's really the main thing that I come away with is this movie needs somebody like Keanu. First of all, he's just physically very capable and I've—I mean, I, we've all seen the videos, right, of him training with his his firearms in real life. He's extremely skilled. His skill level is sky high, but also just yeah, the goodwill he's he's created in the viewing public. One of the coolest parts—I would feel I'm sure that everybody's going to talk about this, but it, I would be remiss if I didn't bring it up. Is, so, as I said earlier, there's an extended fight scene in Osaka, Japan, there's an extended fight scene in Berlin, Germany, and then there's an extended fight scene in Paris, France. Well, there is a amazing aerial, what appears to be one take shot, of a firefight in this old, dilapidated, gorgeous building in, in France that's just... Oh, if you guys don't know, I love, love old buildings that look like they're crumbling. That is one of my weaknesses in this life. I love them. So it's just, it's so gorgeous. And I I mean, I can feel like I kind of almost smell the musty house and you know what I mean, but it's this amazing overhead shot uh, as he fights several dozens of would be assassins off. It it kind of seems like they're just like petty criminals taking their chance at killing John Wick because he has this massive bounty on his head. But it is stunning. And that's that's where I think the confidence comes in of the filmmaking team. It's just, man, it is slick. I mean I have no I have no other words for it. I will definitely be checking out the others. I cannot believe I've never seen it before. Again, I just There's certain genres that don't immediately appeal to me, but I get, I get this. I get the popularity. I get why it's speaking to people. It is so high level. The production value is insane. The actors seem like they're having a blast. I mean, I barely even said anything about Bill Skarsgård, but he looks fantastic. As the primary antagonist, he's, he's so wonderful. And it is funny. I have to point out, like, you can always tell when somebody's a scars guard when they're like a foot taller than everybody else have you noticed that those guys are tall man but he looks slick he plays the antagonist the marquee and he is the one that really hates john wick and his outfits are just fabulous and he just looks dressed to the nines and everybody's got these great suits and they're just dashing and i don't know i just this, this is a movie that i hate to use a cliche but if anything was ever firing on all cylinders this is everything is awesome if you don't like violence just straight up don't like it i would skip it right but i think this movie's gonna do really well the first one was a total surprise sleeper hit it was way bigger than i think the studio or the filmmakers were anticipating it to be but it was a huge hit but again if you if a lot of violence bothers you skip it you know it it's it's a lot of gun fights. It's a lot of gun violence. It's a lot of sword play. But to be honest, I could see the, the average adult really enjoying this. I really did. I think I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10, which shocks me. But I've been thinking about it since I saw it yesterday. And yeah, I think that's what I'm going to go with. I I am totally embarrassed about what I've been missing out on because it's great. This world is great. The world building is so interesting. I look forward to the spinoffs they've got in the works from, I think they're going to have an Ana de Armas spin-off, which is super interesting to me. Um, I'm excited to see if they do anything else with the Mr. Nobody character. There's a lot of potential in the world building here, and I look forward to seeing what happens. So yeah, I'm going to go with a 9 out of 10. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, whatever, all that jazz. Follow me over on Instagram at Courtney watches movies. We have a lot of fun over there. Uh, thank you. Have a wonderful, Oh, forgot to say I'm reading Cersei by Madeline Miller. And today's jam has been, I didn't have a jam today. Oh my gosh. I should have a jam today. (laughs) Have a good one, you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye.